Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Christian Baker Psychic Hour. Yes, we are experimenting with the showtime. So many of you don't know that we are broadcasting at a later time. Um, And who knows, we may go back to the 9 a.m. slot, but we are experimenting. We do have a caller in the queue. We'll be getting to shortly. And for those of you who have not reached out, 914-338-0164 is the call number. Please press one if you'd like to speak with us. And um, what else? We are collecting donations. Please patronize our show. If you're a caller, any any amount helps. Our donation link is in the show description on our um, on the show page. It's a PayPal link. And if you're not a PayPal user, actually, I think you can check out as a guest, so there shouldn't be a problem. Um, but if you do have a problem, you can get in touch with us via via uh, Facebook. All right, let us bring on our caller. Five one eight. Hi. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. I just heard about your donation, and unfortunately, oh. at the very moment, I cannot, oh. however, because I just no. started working after so many no, months, but no. I... No, no, I will be glad to make one soon. No, that is really delicious of you and thoughtful just to mention it. No, we understand that you just got work. You know, we had someone else donate that has been having some tough financial times, and it was very generous for her to do so. And I said, you know, we don't expect... We don't expect people to... um, I know, but you guys provide a service. Right. But soon, I will make one soon. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Uh, you're very welcome. You're very, very welcome. Okay. Um, so this is Val. And, yeah. Uh, um, so last time we spoke, you guys didn't have much time to get into certain things, just because we had already talked. We were talking for a while. So I guess if we can go back to maybe um, those quick two, those two things. Quick. Um, one was regarding job and what you you said you don't see me in this position I'm in for very long um what do you see coming up for me job wise well if, what are your two questions I mean typically typically it's like one question per show oh, I'm but sorry can, then well that's okay I mean we, no. we have time we can get into it but okay but usually you know we try to address one concern I mean sometimes other things will come in but it's just you know a flow 
And right That's now, perfect. we're One okay. Is- so what's the other question? Um, just about a guy coming in. A um, guy but maybe in. the job is more important, really. Okay. And I know when I first talked to you guys, I mentioned medical records, but that was just something I had applied for. But really, whatever job you see coming in, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. It was just something I saw, and I'm like, ooh, this might be good. Go ahead. Well, you know, the the basic premise is, uh, Valerie, that you're, you didn't, you're not really coming down to be a cashier in terms of your job journey on the planet. Some people are... Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Some people are conditioned and, and karmically required to have those kinds of jobs. And that's fine mm-hmm. for those people. And But that's not the read I'm getting with you. Can I interject something? I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but mm-hmm. and it's true. Neil and I have both worked jobs that are like, you know, what, you clean motel rooms oh, for a, seven yeah. years. You, he was a maid. And I worked in a hotel. Oh, um, oh. So we both worked. Yeah, I in, mean, we've had that. We've gone through that. And I've got degrees and everything. So, yeah, so, so do I. So, right. so, and I have a degree yeah. as well. Yeah. So, what what's going on, uh, Valerie? Like it did did with us. There are certain um, positions of karma that you have to go through to get to your ultimate goal. And mm-hmm. your cashier is a karmic situation. And the jobs okay. you've had, basically, maybe some of them have been scrambled a little bit. But so when we were discussing before that you were going to be getting another job or this job coming up, mm-hmm. the premise was built on the, on, the, on the statement that, well, you're supposed to move on forward. Now, the fact mm-hmm. that this one didn't come in or there was no response back, it doesn't mm-hmm. distract from your ultimate destiny. What it means is that something about this job probably wasn't going to be in your best interest. Right. So the vibration of something happening good came out. Something was actually, I think, protecting you. And maybe this mm-hmm. woman who was not getting back to you, she would have been yeah, a horrible. problem. Who knows? But... I think what we did was we we sort of, when we put out a, any kind of energy for a person, we always staple it with the idea that, well, if it's not meant to be or there's danger, don't let it happen. So right. that might be the case here. Now, according to your next job, my prediction is that you're going to feel like you're doing something important. Like you're doing something closer to what your essence is. Now, what that is, okay. I, I don't quite, I don't quite know yet. Um, but it's going to be, it's not going to be cashier. Okay. I think that's the holdover right now. Now we mm-hmm. may be expecting something in December. I mean, uh, I mean, this, Gen- you know, uh, as soon as January comes in. With the same company or a different company? Uh, this would be something different, I think. Different company than you're currently mm-hmm. at, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, 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 we're kind of working towards the goal of a change in January. That's what our goal is. It's not reduced by any 
ultimate prediction, you're not going to get it. But it's not produced by any ultimate position that, oh, you get it on this date. So what we're doing is we're looking at the broad spectrum of your future and saying, well, let's go for the month of January where there's going to be a job closer to what you feel is important. It's not cashier, no. Okay. The reason I asked, I'm sorry. What's that? Um, I have the reason I asked, and again, this isn't this is a good company, but not really where I want to be. However, I've been with the company, you know, only a few weeks, and my manager approached me on a front end supervisor position. We're in the middle of a. Well, well, okay. Two parts to that, Valerie. One, the mm-hmm. manager approaching you for a front-end supervisory position uh, includes the idea that you're moving on to something else. So right there okay. we've got a validation that something else is in store for you. And, if, mm-hmm. and, it, and now, point two, if you're a supervisor, would you still be doing cashiering? I would, but then other aspects as well. well. Could that could slip into the prediction that there's something more of your essence going on? That could possibly slip in. It doesn't mean that that's it. It only means okay. that it involves the idea that you're moving on to a higher position. So we're kind mm-hmm. of we're we're getting a solid double. We're making contact with the ball. You were offered something. It was in the same company, and it was a higher position. So we hit a double. Mm-hmm. Not a home run. So that okay. could be part of the prediction. And and sure, you can go ahead and pursue that, but it doesn't mean that you can't keep looking elsewhere or something else will come in and then you jump into that. So we're sort okay. of safe on second with the idea of stealing home. That's where mm-hmm. we are right now in that scenario. But But that's good. So did he state that to you after our last reading? When did he tell you this? Um, just a couple of days ago, I just said to him, I need a couple more hours. And he's like, well, I do need supervisors. And we sat and we talked. They cannot, I can't work full time due to an illness. But um, he brought up the supervisor position. And so I sat down. I think we talked and we talked. And, um, but yeah, so. Um, he's yeah. like, you, you do a great job, and you know, blah, 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 and that's why I would want, you know, want you to be a front end supervisor. Okay. Well, yeah, that that includes the so called uh, impression or prediction or uh, attitude mm-hmm. of psychic energy that would that would fit in. It doesn't mean that mm-hmm. that's the only option you've got, but at least we, like I said, it we make contact, and that happened mm-hmm. a few days ago, so. We're right on the ball there. Uh, before we get to your question about a relationship, do you want to say anything about the job? No, no, no. Now, your relationship, Valerie, you know, mm-hmm. we already discussed that you came in with karmic problems in relationships. We've already discussed that. The good news is that some people who have your karmic and master number are doomed till the last breath. That's not your case. So now let's look, this guy, this 
boss telling you, I'd like you to be a supervisor. Now imagine mm-hmm. a man coming in and telling you that and wanting your services. Now imagine that energy field now being a romantic situation with another man. In other words, the universe is giving you a clue that men are going to approach you with a sense of appeal. Now, if we look at at the supervisor as uh, as a condition of a premonition, that now may also include the sliding rule of a romance and somebody coming in, we're good to go. So that could mean now possibly that sometime within a reasonable framework, let's say three months, just for starters, uh, you, you may encounter a new relationship. It may be coming. But the, but the overall premise on the highway is you're going to be hitting something here. You're coming up to an individual, a male, and there's going to be some form of a romance. And, you know, there was a movie with James Gardner and Sally Field, and it had the word romance in it. I forget the name of the movie. Murphy's Romance. It was called Murphy's Oh, okay, yeah. Romance. You should take a look at it. But I think that, I've seen it before. Oh, okay, good. I'm pretty yeah, sure. It was a critically nice movie, and, you know, and everybody played their roles, and it was charming and all that. For some reason, I've never mentioned that movie in, a, in any reading in over 60 years. I've never mentioned that. Does that I mean I'm going to meet a guy named Murphy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, anything I right now is grab. I mean, Murphy, you know, you can meet a guy name. named Murphy. It, it could be somebody Irish. I hope you don't meet some guy named Sally. What? I said I hope you don't meet a guy named Sally. Yeah, no, that would be a little uh, not for me, no. No, no, because that's Sally Field. I'm making a joke. That's a joke. So, <laughs> yeah, um, no, I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Yeah. So we're, you know, it. there could, I mean, you know, uh, if, if I were you for fun, I might watch the movie. I might look at James Gardner and just kind of look at some of his uh, YouTube or excerpts or something, or read about them, just for fun, just keep the energy going. I don't know if James yeah. Gardner is your type of guy. She's um, not going to be dating him. No, no, he's crossed <laughs> over. But, you know, it's just the movie. He crossed over. But he was, um, you know, prolific, movies and TV. Was he um, in Rockford Files? Yeah. Yeah. Rockford Files, he played uh, Files, yeah. Masterson, no, not Bassmaster. He played one of the cowboy movies, things, Wilder or something. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's, he's um, so there's something along that line. Uh, but can you Valerie give me a description? Uh, well, you know, based on James Gardner, dark hair. Okay. Based on James Gardner, over five feet, nine inches. Okay. I'm like 5'3 and a half, maybe. Well, this guy will tower over, this guy will be taller than you. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty good. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, under five three, you're getting into midget territory with men. Well, not yeah. wrong something's wrong. You're not no. gonna, it's not going to be Billy Barty or anybody like that. Michael Dunn. Yeah. Um, but he, he seems to be taller. Now I don't. I'm not saying he's going to look like James Gardner. I'm just saying right. when I came in. You know, your name has a French background, but have you? I What's that? I said my name does. Valerie is French. Oh, I honestly never knew that because I've looked it up before and I did not think it was. But I mean, that makes uh, that's okay. I didn't know that. You're not French. Interesting. You're not French. You're no, Italian, right? No, I'm just saying. I'm mostly Italian, yes. And then maybe well, Eastern European. Um, Polish. That's Eastern oh. European. Well, Valerie has. Yeah, yeah. Valerie has origins throughout that region. Basically, mm-hmm. it's French, but you could translate Italian into it, even Polish. Um, oh, hi. but but it, that's not the real point. The, the, right. the idea of going to Murphy, which is more uh, Irish, is maybe a, a thought to keep in mind. Even if the guy isn't Irish, it just may be a thought pattern that might somehow, like, for instance, you might, Ireland make him, a, make, the theme of Ireland may come up to you. It may not be having to do with the guy at all, but something about okay. Ireland may pop up. That would be like a road marker. Yeah. Meaning that okay. it's a sign of on the path to the man. Okay. That's it's yeah. kind of ironic you say that my ex is five nine and he's Irish. <laughs> oh, um, but, I mean, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not ironic because huh. in a reading, you know, we're already plugged in to be psychic. So in our illusions right. or examples, that there's going to be psychic currents going on. Right. That seem to be ironic or coincidental. But they're not. But we're plugged in to be psychic. So it's it's a, it it was meant to be cis. Right. And there must be a spirit out there that made me look at Murphy's romance to start the ball. Mm-hmm. So the uh the the prelude the prelude to your future is involved in our discussion. It's a prelude. Right. Right. You know, but the interlude, the prelude is different from sometimes the composition at large. So mm-hmm. we're looking at something that's precluding your journey to romance and job, but we're getting strong indications that something is at the starting gate. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds uh, good. And that makes sense. Yeah. So we'll write down a note about Murphy and Murphy's romance. And I will do, I'm sorry, I was going to say, I will say this too. I have a friend, his, his name is Bill, but everybody, and I'm not interested, but just I've known him a long time. We catch up from time to time. His his name, everybody refers to him as Murphy or Murph. That can't, that that counts. that counts. You see, that okay. count because when those things count because when we when we're plugged in to be psychic, things like this mm-hmm. will not come out of our mouth. Okay. And Bill 
is also a mm-hmm. romantic song by that uh, by the um, what do you call it the up up and away people uh, Marilyn fifth McCrew. dimension the fifth dimension Bill was a romantic thing yeah, mm-hmm. candy cotton but uh, but it but you see those things are probably in alignment with your destiny. That we're, we are psychics picking up forms that were chips and fossils of your destiny, from your destiny, from your, from past, your past, I, your destiny. But um, I went back actually just to see when the first time we talked about Jeff was. What I think you mm-hmm. should do is go back and listen to that reading. 11-1, it's our archive in the archive on um, 11-1 of this year. Mm-hmm. And Jeff is 8364. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so listen to that archive. It, it was a show on a Wednesday, 11-1. And he came in, his name. Mm-hmm. So listen back to that show. Just, okay. you know, mm-hmm. keep the energy going. I think it's a good idea. So you have some homework. Murphy's Romance, even though you've never seen it before. I mean, I... No, I have years ago. No, even though, no, that even though you've seen it before, I said, just watch mm-hmm. it again. Yeah, yeah. And okay. listen to the archive of the eleven one show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It is fine. It, it, it is psychic, and um, but now we just have to, you know, the next approach is because psychics it has to become concrete. So we got to make sure that there's nothing. A psychic statement can be offset by something that might be protecting you or altering. Yeah, exactly. You know. And sometimes being psychic is accurate, but then mm-hmm. there's another accuracy that made this, but it made redirect it. So we can't always predict everything, but but we seem to be at a good start today. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I I don't know if I mentioned this. I am clairvoyant. I used to read. Um, I stopped for a few reasons, but I, I, I am clairvoyant. <laughs> so, um, you know, I pick up different things and, um, I've been told my ability is extremely strong, um, from other readers who are, you know, um, ranked pretty high, um, as well. And, um, so I can never tell though for myself, to be honest with you. Um, I don't like to read for people I know because, yeah, you always want the best for them. So if you know they're in a bad situation, it's, you want to say something good. But um, I, I don't like to lie, though. Um, but for myself, I can just never, unless I have a dream um, with me in it, then I can usually say, okay, this is going to happen to me. Um, so, yeah, I, I've been told I'm a hard read for many. Um, oh, well. I don't know. We've come up with a lot of things for you, Valerie. That's that's. I, I don't. I don't. No, no. I don't. No, you're not a hard, hard read. read. Your, your karma. Right. Hard. Your karma is difficult to work with. So people may have. It's not so much that you. you know, I don't see you as a hard read. What okay. the problem is karma. Your karma has numbers in it: the zero, the eleven. So she the is eleven too. That makes it complicated because in that respect, uh, it just becomes a little bit more complex. Ah, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's, you that know, like sense. identifying 
for example, like what, where that 2911 to how that, how that has manifested other than the fact that you don't have like a current relationship and probably have had some problems with men in the past. But based on the code, I mean, there was a divorce in your family, right? Yeah. Um, which, I mean, my parents weren't divorced. Neil's parents aren't divorced. So it's not everybody's parents aren't divorced. Um, and so by code, it does say there's, there's probably a divorce somewhere, whether it's with you or with, with um, your parents. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, getting more into the nitty gritty of what happened in your upbringing would help, you know, when we do these readings, because it would help to reduce the karma that you have and move things forward. So third, third, third homework assignment is to reflect on how difficulty in relationships, trouble in relationships impacted you in your earlier years so we can identify and clear those, um, ah. those, those um, issues for you. Because zapping the karma helps to move you forward into your transcendent life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I yeah. really appreciate it. That's great. Okay. All um, right. I thank you guys so much, and Happy New Year to you both. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. Okay. Well, are you okay there? Um, What would you like to do? Well, you know what, 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 you know, the same about somebody being a difficult read is not really totally ever accurate. I know. You, I've you, had other person, people say that. Yeah. I've heard it before. You know, a, a person a person isn't a difficult read what the what what the sometimes with the circumstances are is that the energy that they came in with is difficult. Now, yeah, maybe some people I, I mean can difficult read. Somebody Somebody doesn't really respond. They, they That's are, a difficult they are very verbal. They, they're reluctant to say things. They can't put. They don't know how to do a reading. Right. Well, that's another thing. I mean, we work in a different. I mean, you know, psychics work in different ways. Not every psychic has the same method. So sometimes people don't understand. You know why certain things come in, and why we have to follow. Like a, it's like a treasure hunt follow that path until, you know, we find out why we're going down that path. What's, what's, what's at the end of the treasure hunt? In the, in the course history of psychic energy, um, there's huge chapters that many psychics and mystics and seers never wanted their subjects to even talk to them. They just told them what they got or gave or, and it could right, there was specific. no interaction, right? There was nothing. You didn't say yeah. anything. You just went, and either the mystic or the psychic or the interpreter would tell you your future or give you a message or conclude with some generalized statement or then get into specifics and actually relate to you facts and figures that you could connect to specifically. It's not... The engagement, when it becomes an engagement, that's not an engagement. That's a one-way scenario, and the person's just receiving. 
what's happened over time, when you had the original seers and mystics, they didn't get there. They didn't ask questions. I mean, they might have asked rhetorical questions, but they didn't. There was no engagement. There was no conversation. Conversation came in as the epitome, as the essence of giving readings morphed into more of a union of energy. And then you began to ask questions, and and that's where a lot of charlatans and phony people came in because they would they were craft they were very crafty at getting information while they're asking questions and manipulating things and throwing a lot out until they hit something, as opposed to people asking legitimate questions and really having a talent to be psychic in spite of the questions they were asking. So now what it becomes is it becomes like a dance. It's not a reading is not a solo event in most cases. I've heard readers on blog talk that did not engage in questions. They just gave messages. They yeah. might have asked one question at the beginning, yeah. and then they just gave them Well, message. it actually happens, I mean, quite quite a lot, where there's not a lot of interaction between the um, subject and the reader. I listen to it a lot where the reader will go on this tangent of talking and talking and talking, and it's like, uh, to me, not really, I, it's general a lot of the time. Yeah. So... I, I, I think we probably interact more than most people. There's more of an interaction um, than than other readers. That's just yeah. What I think. I, I, way back there in time, I I uh, was working for a company that used to give the astrological readings, and they were kind of rolled up in a little tubular plastic thing, and you'd buy them at the stand at the market and stuff. And they're very popular. And I worked there for a while, and but it had to be the the readings had to be very general. They were like general astrological readings. They were just using me because psychic person. But you know, I wasn't comfortable being general. Being general isn't my real cup of tea. I don't. I, I, we like, I, to, I get like to get specific. And then the engagement process to me, there's a whole interplay of energy when you're listening to a voice and from hearing that voice, the, the person, the subject at large, the human being, you, you start to get other energies and it becomes a creation, a, a reading that feels more like a creation than just a solo monologue. Yeah. We're having a solo, well, no, uh, no dialogue actually in the chat, but we've got people sitting. <laughs> what is this? What's it? I don't know. I don't know it is. It's 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 like a emoji. I don't know what it's supposed to mean. Well, it's a, uh, I mean, if you want to speak, that's fine. If you want to listen, that's fine too. Um, but, we have a caller though. Okay, we'll take the caller. Um, but I don't know what this emoji means. So if you want to explain what the emoji means, this is like the second time this guy's been in here. Okay, two zero five. Hi. Hi. How are you guys doing? This is Patricia. Um, hi, Patricia. Ha- hi. Um, happy belated Christmas and um, happy New Year's. I've been a little bit under the weather, so I'll apologize um, um, if I need to speak up um, and, and speak a little clearer. I will. I'm just a little bit hoarse. Um, I am calling to ask um, what... Do you right, six seventy three, two six seventy three. Yes, yes. 
Yes. Two six seventy three. Okay, go ahead. Just want to know what you see um, coming up for me in the next couple of months um, financially. Um, and we can throw in romantically. <laughs> so you're still looking for somebody? Well, I'm still, um, I still haven't connected with that. Um, yeah, I still haven't made that connection. So. You still haven't I've made been that dating, connection? of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 just still dating for the most part. Well, so you're what you're asking is you want you're you're asking whether you're going to be in a relationship this year because you're not really in one yet, and that's your yeah. main question right now. And finances, of course. Um, yes. So let me ask: in the area of the relationship that hasn't come in yet, in your lifetime. In anywhere in your lifetime, did you ever have an animal that died prematurely, not by old age, but prematurely, and it was really heartbreaking? Did that ever happen to you? I would, yes. Um, yes. Okay. Well, the reason I ask is because it, being psychic, you get impressions from all corners of the of the of the mind universe, and sometimes what you get is symbolic of something. So what's happening is that you are going to be in a relationship, but right now it's premature. Meaning that if you were in one right now, it would end. It would be like an early birth, premature. It wouldn't survive. So right now. If we were looking at the sense of, of a premature birth, right now you're five months pregnant. So it would be like you have four months left. So that means that you could experience this new individual that morphs into a romance around April. Now, having said that, does April have any other significance to you in your lifetime? Um. The last serious relationship that with the that two twenty eight sixty three, yeah, I met him on in April on his now deceased sister's birthday back in twenty thirteen. Okay, so that's a simple validation. That's only that's not coincidental. As we explained before, that's a validation that the April date might be renewed, or it's a validation that somewhere within the near future, you're going to be in a romantic relationship. It's a validation either way, whether it turns out to be this April or whether April served as the allusion to support our premise. It could be either one. But but it ultimately means you're going to be experiencing a romance. So we have another caller, 917. Just want to acknowledge that you're in the queue. If you want a reading, please raise your hand. And who's Hope? Hope. Are you asking me a question? I don't, I don't, um, I'm not familiar with a Hope. You don't know anybody named Hope? 
Why would that? Okay, so there's an actress, an old actress named Hope Lang. You could look up her birthday. Hope Lang, L-A-N-G-E. She was more prolific, like during Dean Martin's movie years and things like that. She had could be comedy and drama, but in her day she was very known. Twenty in eleven twenty eight. That's why she's born on the twenty eighth. Oh. So you're, it's, she's born on your karmic number. Her yeah. day is your karmic number. 1128, 1933. Quickly, what's her movies? Uh, um, Hope Lang. See, because, Hope Lang. Uh, because Lang. you see, Kristen Lang. came up with the name, and I came up with the allusion to an actress. And then we found your birth and date then code in. And found your birthday code in there. In her so her numbers. Uh, movie, film movies were what? A lot. I mean, you she, just look up I Blue Velvet. I... Jigsaw, That's what The Prodigal. I'm trying to get to older movies because you, yeah, you know the Love Boat. You know you don't care. The Secret Night. But anyways, Hope Lang, and and she was also in light comedy and she could be dramatic. But there's something. Are you a movie person, Patricia? Do you like the movies? I do. I do love movies. Yes. Yes. Are you more of a current movie or an? Turner Classic movie fan. So what is so weird, I have to say, as I'm scrolling down, at the same time you said Turner Classic movies, I swirled to there. And and there she is, Hope Lang. Hope Lang. There it is. Also kind of psychic. So uh, at the very moment. But it will. But if you go to to Wikipedia or okay, I'll I'll go to Wikipedia. So uh, to answer your question. Kristen saying, do you know anybody named Hope? You go, no. And I say Hope Lang. Now more psychic connections are being made. So there might be something clue-wise, since her her birth date has your master number in it. Karmic number. Yeah. That might be a little bit more tempting in terms of uh, clues. She's a 30 equals 3. Does it show, let me see her list of movies while you're talking to her. Okay. Um, see, you've got to go back, yeah. back, back, back. Okay. Okay. So, um, well, I don't know. Oh, am I talking to Patricia? Patricia. Yes. Yes, I'm Patricia. here. Yes. So, you're also still doing the nursing work, yes. correct? Caretaking? Yes. And with the insurance, there was, you had a, a dispute with the insurance company as well about the the home, the water damage. Yeah. Has that, and what's the status of that? Um, it has not. The attorney um, has all of the checks um, except for one check that the mortgage company is holding. She has been in a feud with the mortgage company now. So basically she has feuded with everyone. And so we're at a standstill. We're waiting on her to send a um, – the mortgage company is requesting a um, – oh, God, what is it called? It's um, – um, oh, God, it's like a lot. It's, it's, uh, it's requesting a um, – it's pretty much like a disbursement of all, you know, accounted invoices. Um, and for her, she and I had both signed it because what she wanted the mortgage company to do was release her funds out of the ACV check, which is okay. basically for the contractors. 
So she's holding up everybody. The contractors can't get paid. He wants hers, and we're sitting here waiting on her uh, to sign checks and send to the mortgage company so we could finalize and everybody get paid. Yeah, so that would help with your finances. So we'll put energy out that that occurs. I mean, financially, you're you're working your job and you're waiting for this check. I mean, what are your questions specifically about finances? I mean, you, your income is pretty stable. So, I mean, are you wondering if you're going to get a windfall or something or... Yes, I actually, um, <laughs> yes, I, it's so funny that you say that. I've been in this publishing clear in the house. Um, I do send it in. Um, and so, yeah, I just want to know, do you see any other um, windfall of money? Um, that I, 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 I would say no, I mean to the publisher's clearinghouse. No, <laughs> yeah, I would say no. I mean, it's, it's not costing you anything, is it? No, no. You, you know, you no can harm. order little trinkets if you like, but no, you don't have to. You can just send it in. Yeah. But besides that, I I would say you know no, but there's no harm. You know, it's not like you're out gambling. If you were out right. gambling, I would say stop, because I don't no. think that in Patricia's life there's going to be like a lottery win or a big, you know, payday from a casino. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see it. Okay. What about your uncle? Um, we have, Are you, yes, that was more realistic. I mean, I don't know if you're, if there's anything you're going to receive or if you're in as well, but that would be a more realistic scenario that there's yes there's I am an heir there you I'm go an heir to his estate and right now we have um a third party assisting us that's stepping in um to take a look at things we go before um the honorable judge at the end of January um as far as um decision making and guardianship um, over him. So yes. So that's so I'm I, so that's all that's that's what I see. Okay. You're getting to, you will get something from that, um, mo- you know, monetary compensation. But I I wouldn't put a lot of stock in the publisher's clearinghouse. But <laughs> it's not harming anything. So keep playing. Um, I really appreciate you both. Um, um, is there anything you want to add about Hope Lang? Neil? Well, because he's looking at his movies. Well, I just want to ask you something. Um, just if you connect to any of these three people, either Lawrence Fishburne, Claire Underwood, or Ruby D. What is the third person? Ruby D. Okay, Ruby D. So Lawrence, um, uh, the, the other two actors. Yeah, I love their movies. Um, I think they're our favorite. Ruby D, I'm not sure who that is. is oh, is Ruby that a D. Actress or actress? Um, yeah. Very, very, very talented actress. Was in many movies, including, I think she was even in Raisin in the Sun. Okay. You know what? Why did that come to my mind? Before you even said that, I was thinking of Raisin in the Sun. Then I was thinking, this is a older 
but I didn't I didn't know if it was actress or actor. But when before you even said that, I thought of Raisin in the Sun. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's all, you know, it's connected. That's why, because there's a certain connection with uh, what we are. That's what the readings are all about. You know. That's why we. So these people connect with Hope Lang. They were in uh, the same movies. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, yeah. She was. Uh, she in Raising the Sun. She played Ruth Younger. Younger. Um, okay, she's very beautiful. Um, yeah, she's, she's very, a very fair-skinned, beautiful black woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's right. <clears throat> so uh, you know, it just as a is a reminder that uh, that something's coming up. She was also in Buck and the Preacher, and I had the uh, fortune of dealing with Harry Belafonte for a while. Mm. But, uh, you know, uh, so I think it's I think it's a good sign for you, Patricia. Okay. I'll, I'll um, receive that. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'll receive it. Yeah. Okay, Kristen, you were going to say something? No, no, that was it. I just wanted to check in with Neil because he did this, you know, deep dive on my on my iPhone to figure out what was going on with the Hope Lang connection. She also has the Hope Cormac number twenty eight ten one. She's a twenty eight ten one. Hope Lang. Yeah. I added it up wrong, obviously. Yeah. She's a 2810 one. So she's the same. So not only, so look her up, actually. It's L-A-N-G-E. But she's born on 11-28-1933. So the 28's already there in her number system. That's your karmic number. And the whole birth date, according to Neil, because I added it up incorrectly. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 22. Yeah. She's a 2810 one. And the movie that I'm referring to, Ruby D, is the one she starred with uh, Sean Connery. And um, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll look her up. Yeah. Look her up. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. Me. Take I care. I look forward to talking to you again. Take care. Happy New Year's. Happy and, New Year. Um, I'll be checking in with you guys in the New Year. Thank you so okay. much. Sounds, sounds Bye. good. Bye. Okay. 917. I'm going to bring 917 on just in case. Hello. You, hi, yeah, you didn't raise your hand. Do you want to read it? Oh, I did. Okay. And I didn't register, but I did on the phone here. <laughs> okay. That's okay. What's your name? It's showing me the one, oh, well, on the keypad. It's okay. It didn't register on our <laughs> site, so I brought you on anyway. So it's, I'm glad I did. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Sure. Yeah, I discovered you a week ago, I think, and guys are amazing. I was inspired to call in again because I'm another twenty nine eleven two. Karen. Karen. That was a name Karen. that I should use. Karen. 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 Yeah. 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 Have you three twenty nine nineteen fifty? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I have it written down. That actually, I do right. you know? I do remember people's birthday. It's like Patricia's in you know in emblazoned in my brain, but I, yours I looked up. I'll, I'll, I'll remember it soon, if you call. That's fine. You got it. I'm very impressed. Thank you. You're the actress. 
Well, yes. yes. Was. I guess yeah, it's still but in you life. are still in your life, you know, life energy, so don't. Yeah, we discussed mm. issues with your family and your sister and the alcoholic situation. So did you have a question specifically today? I mean, I know the advice mm. last time was to maybe pursue something. And I don't know if you're going to do that or not in the acting world, but yeah, um, I'm not sure but, I'm ready for that. Okay, that's fine. And um, yeah, I've been out of it so long. But not only that, I've been dealing with a lot of uh, physical yeah. issues, and uh, um, so I've been, you know, I've been wanting to heal myself so that I can go back yeah. with my life and have energy you know, and whatever yeah. to pursue self. Um, and I'm I'm also kind of, you know, I'm feeling so overwhelmed with all my issues and very well, easy for me to fall into depression. I hate to admit it, but despite all the work I do, and um, I'm I'm really in a rut right now. I do you feel live like in the actual, what, where, you live in New York City, Manhattan? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just, but you live in Manhattan. Gosh, yeah. I mean... Uh, you probably don't want to tell us what neighborhood you live in on the air. I'm just curious. I'm I'm curious, but upper west side. You're on the upper west side, so I mean, in New York, I mean, it's difficult. It's hard to stay afloat, mm-hmm. and you're living in cramped conditions a lot of the time. You know, um, small apartments, lots of people around. Is that your living situation? Do you have a lot of people in your? Yep. Building no. or oh, okay. my building, yes, yes. Which you know, I kind of I don't see them that much. Right, I, I, I have different houses right. from everybody, and I'm kind of in an avoidance thing anyway. I didn't really want to be bothered with these people. No, I would imagine. I, I think I've been trying to avoid my life too. That's another part. But um, sorry, the people you don't relate to these people at all, Karen. You have a very liquid voice, and you you elongate your vowels, which is, you know, at, for your age, I'm, there are roles that uh, I just get, keep giving the impression you're going back into acting, and you have mm. a voice, and probably ex, extended to a mannerism on stage or in the movies or something, where you would be a value according to the role that you would be assigned to play. So, mm. you know, it's, you don't have to be young to be an actress. There, there are roles that command people, uh, uh, you know, up in their years. And you kind of have an interesting, to me, an interesting theatrical kind of long note to voice. It, the ends of your words are sort of swept forward. And you have this kind of unique, you know, voice boxes. You have this kind of unique sort of, not really raspy voice, but. Well, it is raspy. It, 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 it works. Sylvia Sidney. If you know the actress Sylvia Sidney. Or yes. Listen, oh, good. You remind me of her voice. <laughs> you know, it's Sidney. funny. My voice wasn't always like this. It's only been the past few years or so. And I thought it was related to my thyroid issues and it's something I need to heal and then I will sound better. Wow. Well, I yeah. mean, I mean, it can be, you know, a unique 
voice can be a yeah. call, you know, your calling card. But if, if, if there's something wrong with your health that's affecting your voice, I would definitely say, get it checked out. Have you seen an ENT? Oh, I'm, I'm under doctor's care. Not that it's been helping. Um, Have you ever been yeah. scoped? Have you ever been scoped? Yeah, I, I'm working with a supposedly an um, integrative type doctor. Um, they've been trying various protocols. I take a lot of supplements. I do take but natural type Have you actually had a scope that looks at the vocal cords? Oh, no. Well, I mean, an ENT would do that. So, I mean, it's something you could do if there's been a if you suspect that this has come about from you know a problem there could be a swelling of the cords or you know like a nodule or something like that yes or you know so it's always good to rule out if there's a change in the voice why where it's coming from and if there's something physically in the larynx that's um that's going wrong you know, the very first time I ever heard Wayne Newton was on the Jack Benny show. And when I first heard his voice, I, I thought he was a woman. I, I mean, I, yeah. you know, look what he did with his voice. I mean, he became a multi-millionaire. But mm-hmm. it, it, it just, um, there was also another, another actor, he used to be on the Jackie Gleason yeah. show, who, Frankie something. But uh, it, it, it just... Uh, that's what I'm getting, you know, in terms of, uh, and as far as your sister's concerned, I don't see much improvement. Yeah, we said that last time. Yeah. But what's her question today? Because we've got like two minutes. Oh, got to go. Yeah, I'm oh, going to two minutes. You want to get to your question. Any advice how to move out of this rut? Um, get myself act- actioning. <laughs> well, I mean, there was advice. I have yeah. an avoidance to going to, to sleep and sleeping normally. I don't know what that's about. I had been told it's some kind of past life. Well, as you age, sleeping can become more difficult. You know, you sleep less. But if there's some fear around it, I mean, we just can't get, I, we just don't have you know, time to get it, into it. It may be today. A crude, it may be kind of crude to say, but I would say to start going to auditions. Uh, maybe <laughs> it won't go anywhere, but that's what my advice would be at the moment. Right. I think that's where, you know, you're feeling like probably you don't want to even go out of your house right now. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can try to get over that fear, then, and, you know, follow that advice that Neil's giving, go to auditions, then that mm-hmm. will help you get out of your rut in depression. Okay. Wow. Quick answer. Right. I mean, go ahead. I don't have turn head headshots, so I would have to get that ready first. Yeah, it costs right. money. Do you have money to do that? Not so much. I don't even know what they are these days. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know if you could start mm-hmm. off by just going to community auditions, community playhouse, or mm-hmm. whatever, where it, there isn't a, a, a large um, requirement just to get yourself mm-hmm. out there. And that's what I think you're supposed to be doing. That's my opinion. Can I ask a quick question? There is a, a theater group not too far that I recently discovered in affiliation with a church in the neighborhood. Um, do you think that would be a place yeah. to start? I think definitely. That's a vibe. Yeah. yeah. Get back into acting. I, community church, I don't care. Garage sale, 
just get back into it doesn't acting. matter what level we're not saying you know go to broadway get yeah, in go ahead and try that one try that one well i just was wondering you, you see them being receptive to me even if i went without a comprehension you're, you're, I don't know who's going to be receptive. You've got to, you've um, got to get put you yourself out there. Approach it. That's what you've got you to do. Go there first. Start putting yourself out there, even if they don't. Then that's mm-hmm. your first step. And if you can get into, yeah. um, get auditions with smaller, smaller companies like church groups that aren't going to require a headshot necessarily. Maybe they will. I don't know. But um, that's that's what you should be doing. But we've got to close. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate you guys both so much. God bless you and Happy New Year. Thank you. you. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you. And uh, we are back next year, I think. I don't think. I know. We will be back next year, um, but I'm not sure what time on Wednesday. And our guest will be Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Okay. Bye, everybody. Thanks.